Because you can say you're accountable to yourself, but let's be honest. Who is? You really? all say you are until you lock that door, right. and then it's a whole different world. Mm-hmm. The difference between a lot of this is... I'm accountable to a lot of people. Nobody wants to be, though. Right. That's like, it's such a big problem in the world today. That's, it's ego. So, like, I've had multiple coaches. That's, that's what, and I still attend the coaching sessions that they have live on the right. classes that I went to. Right. And I watch, and I learn, and I grow, and I don't listen to the radio. Right now, I'm listening to another psych book in the car, on the way here, on the way to work. That's what I listen to. Mm-hmm. I don't need to memorize the next great song, unless it's Jelly Rolls, dude, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> that too what up everybody welcome to the show what to talk our podcast welcome to the first day of the rest of your life we are working on cures today ladies and gentlemen we got life sewed up we know how to live we're going to tell you how to live you're going to do step by step exactly what we say or you will fail as a human being exactly there's really only two steps, and we'll true, get into that. True story, There's though, really we're idiots. Steps. Don't listen to a thing we said. If you don't, you know, it's up to you at your own prerogative. We are not doctors. We are not financial, but this is a disclaimer, by the way. We are not doctors. I think I am one. I believe I am one. If you're in a medical emergency and I have to do something, as long as you sign on the dotted line, I'll take care of you. Waiver. Sign yeah, the waiver. Just a slight waiver. It says I'm not responsible for anything that happens after this. <laughs> that's so, that's so bad that's when you, all it says in the paper actually when you go when you I go, will not hold Brian responsible for anything that happens to anything me beyond ever. this specific time. <laughs> Welcome to the show, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen. Welcome to Talk Hard Podcast. My name is Marty Norman. And this I is still Brian Gordon. That's Brian Gordon. Brian Gordon, man. What are we talking about today? What's going on? In no, your I wasn't world? even joking, man. I'm talking about life. I, I have gotten. <sighs> I hate life. <laughs> <laughs> I've gotten people lately, clients, otherwise friends, just messaging me got a message from a fan today that was kind of fun um everybody overcomplicates life just way too much so i want to break it down into two very simple things okay well you say simple man that's a that's a matter of perspective no that's the reality of it It is sure it's perspective of course it is you can (laughs) see it is complicated if I ask you to spell the word for you can make that complicated f-o-u-r or f-o-r or in chris's world there you go. <laughs> I'm a drug addict, so I tend and I love to make things complicated. Yeah. That's just how I live my life. Welcome and a lot of people show. do, but like, okay, step number one is the first thing. I, I came to this epiphany the other day when I was talking to someone about their wants, right? So the reality of life is you, you don't get the things you want. However, you do attract the things that you are. Uh, yes, I agree with that. So stop focusing on the things that you want and become what you are. And a byproduct of that will become all of those things. It is very simple in reality, as long as you stay focused on the actual goal, which is yourself. Again, I've said this a million times. We focus on the outside world so much to give validation inside. And then we wonder why we're constantly chasing money or chasing attention or chasing X, Y, and Z, right? It's a constant chase. Because that's never going to fill the void. You have to fill the void inside of yourself. So until you will take the time with yourself and focus on yourself, you're never going to get anything. You're going to spend your life walking in circles. So just do yourself a favor and just start walking in circles now and get it over with. It's such a thin line. Like, because, you know, this is that, 
this is that thin line. It's a razor's edge when you're talking about, because we talk about grinding. We talk about chasing. We talk about, you know, going, you know, stop, stop making excuses. Stop sitting on the couch. You know what I mean? All these things. Right. And, and yet it's, if you, I say this all the time, like you don't, you don't get what you want out of life, right? You get what you are. And if you don't like what you are, start becoming right. Because you know, if you, if you was, and we talked about this before, if you was the grasp, the things that you wanted in the current state that you're in Mm -hmm. nine times out of 10, you're going to end up losing that anyway. Well, the change has to come from within. It's not about what you have. It's about what you keep. Okay. Right. I get that. So this is why you hear story after story after story about these big money millionaires that are miserable because they believed that the chase for all of this money was going to satisfy them. And then they get to the end of the rope and they're like, what? That was so anticlimactic. Well, there's, there's also people like myself who are just in love with the chase too. You know, I don't know. I, I really don't know because I'm not chasing after possessions so right. to speak i'm not chasing after monetary i'm just chasing because that's who i am like i'm like we you you said this last week like i'm always trying to become a better version of me right and 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 that ebbs and flows right yeah, Cause, absolutely because sometimes i'm i'm just great I'm the best thing that's ever happened. Yep. You know, and I, and I feel good and I'm doing things that I feel good about and I'm having relationships that I feel good about and I'm showing up when I say, you know, just it's, it's the 47 little things in my day that make me feel good, whether I accomplish those or mm-hmm. whether I, whether I fail at those little things, right. you know, and these are tiny things, you know, um, but when I'm feeling good and, you know, that's, that's what I'm seeking the most of subconsciously. Mm-hmm. You know, really, I'm just trying to, I, I don't, I, I, and this is something maybe since you're uh, <laughs> an undocumented therapist. <laughs> I am legal I, to be in the United States, by the way. That's not what he means. <laughs> canceled. Um, you know, I forgot where I was going with that. But, um, you know, I don't, I don't know why i am the way i am i got i can't it, it's it has to do with feeling inadequate right okay and i think it's 20 year 20 25 years of drug addiction of always failing myself and always living in such a a miserable state of existence and but just like hating did my, you fail yourself again yeah. this is always my question why yeah, I did. If that wouldn't have happened, you wouldn't be where you are. No, today. no, no, no. So no. you ultimately see, didn't fail yourself. You see the circles we go. We're in looking here. at things, but we're looking at things in a non-linear path. It's life is linear. It has to, but it in, has to flow and it has to keep moving. And it's not that about state, that moment. It's about the end result. In that state of mind, yeah, I was a complete failure. Right, I was a loser. I, I, I truth be told, like I had. I, I didn't feel I had any existence on this planet and I didn't, I didn't know how to have an existence. I was nothing and I was really ready to die, to be honest. But if I took right? a snapshot of that person right. in that moment and fast forwarded to today and showed you what that will lead to, would you still feel the same? No. Okay. No, no, no I this don't. This is what I mean. I, I, We're com- I, we complicate everything by <laughs> failing to see the end result. You did say this at the beginning. I told you I was going to complicate this That's what this we do. That's what I'm podcast. saying. The, the person that reached out to me today was doing the same thing. It was like this long paragraph, and I said, stop overcomplicating things. That's the first thing you need to understand. Mm-hmm. Life is like a puzzle. 
you open it up and you're like, holy crap, all these things look like they should just go together. But what do you do? You look at the picture that it's supposed to be, right? That's typically what people do. They look at the box. They see what it's supposed to be. And then they build a plan. Some, most people like to do the edges, right? So they piece all the edges together. And then piece by piece by piece, you just slowly put the puzzle together. How do you eat an elephant? <laughs> One bite at a time, Exactly. Right? Yeah. We are all trying to do 45 things at once, and the reality of it is you can only do one of them at a time. So why are you trying to accomplish 45? I disagree. I'm a multitasker. <laughs> I, I like to do 47 things okay, at chewing once. Chewing bubblegum and walking are the same thing. Are they, though? Because when I first got in recovery, that was difficult. See, mine's even more complicated because i got to chew bubblegum, walk, and try to keep my teeth in at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> Gorilla glue, right, Chris? No, ate all, Chris ate all of it. <laughs> It's just that it's the, it's the simple things in life that we completely forget about. Well, and here's where I'm at. Like, I embrace my sadness. I, you can't be happy all the time. It's virtually impossible. Yeah. I embrace that sadness because it makes me appreciate those happy times. They don't make, it doesn't change that I'm sad. I just know it's part of what I have to go through in life. So I don't let it debilitate me. I don't focus on it. I understand it's part of the journey and it'll be over soon. Yeah. This too shall end. The journey to yes is through a bunch of no. Agreed. That's how it works. But one at a time. You couldn't get 45 people to tell you no at once and then jump to the next one person and get your yes. That's not how it works. We're always trying to do so much instead of just stopping, slowing down, taking a look at life. I've had so many people, I don't have time to meditate. You're telling me you can't wake up 10 minutes earlier when I'm willing to bet the first 15 minutes of your day is you trying to actually get up? I'm willing to bet it's on Facebook. It's like, what are we doing? Why are we spending so much time trying to figure out life? We waste a bunch of time trying to figure it out. And we're failing to live in the moment that brought us to where we are. We're failing to appreciate how we got here. Mm -hmm. I was talking to a family this weekend about recovery. And it was all of this like complicated stuff and my responses were, I said, are you willing to get a little uncomfortable? Cause you're probably not going to like what I'm going to say. Mm-hmm. And they kept saying a bunch of things. I said, that sounds like his problem or that sounds like her problem. Like, what do you mean? Why are you trying to fix somebody else's problem? <laughs> what are you doing right now? You're going to drive yourself insane. And that's what we do. We think that karma means that we sacrifice all of our happiness for someone else. And then we build a bunch of resentment and understand why karma hasn't come back. Cause that's not how it works. Mm. Karma in its truest form and in the form that I'm currently living in today is that you just do. And it comes back because that's who you are. That's it right there. And that's what the original start of this was. It's like you're never going to get the things that you're striving for. Right. You're never going to acquire the life that you want or the happiness that you want or the contentment that you want if you're always seeking it from the outside. If you're seeking recognition, if you're seeking to be a, 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 to be seen or heard, if you're, you know, you're always... And that's the that's what we talked about last week, kind of like a lot of that. I say this often to like shut all that off, shut all the outside world. off. If you're in a state to where you're feeling depressed or you're you're 
early in recovery or you're early in something something new, mm-hmm. right? You're you're starting a new something, whatever you fill in the blank, right? Yeah, absolutely. Then shut everything off because everything is a distraction at that point. I don't care if you know, especially in early recovery, like you're trying to figure out how to live life in a way that you've never done before. You're trying to change your behaviors and your mindsets and your, your you know, all these different things. You need to shut off everything. And I, I don't care. You shut off your kids, shut off your family, shut off, uh, you know, any distraction from the outside world, friends, family, shut that it all off and spend some time with you. Spend some time with learning. And I mean, learning by reading, don't be, read, I say read all the time. And, and, and people, I think, put in their head like fiction books or something, you know, put fiction books. Educate yourself. Edu- Let's put it you. that way. Right. Because I don't read. I'm dyslexic as all get up. Educate yourself. It whatever is that difficult like. for me to read. I do still attempt to read like me and my wife are going through the Bible again because we decided we wanted to like go back through it again and see if a perspective had changed. Right. Sure. Like and things are different now. Beliefs are different now. I want to. Go back through it and see what I see differently. It's because we talked about aliens, ain't it? <laughs> you want to see if there's one in the Bible. <laughs> there's a million of them. It's just this space where we're, I mean, in reality, we are simple people. We're very simple. The brain is very simple. It runs off the unconscious, but we don't spend time to retrain it. Your personality is based on your personal reality. So if you are surrounded by negativity, stupid people, all of these things, right? Like if you're surrounded by this and then you wonder why your life sucks, but you're focused on every day why your life sucks. You're not focused on what can I do differently today? What can I change about my life? Who do I need to push out of my way? And that's what I hate to hear the most. Is you said a minute ago, I don't have time for that. Like, you know what I mean? I love it. Well, you know, and you ask somebody what their day looks like, and it's just like, you don't have time. You literally just had nine <laughs> hours of nothing. You know what I mean? It's just... And sleep is important. I don't want people to take it the wrong way. I still get a good eight solid hour- seven, eight hours a day. Okay. Still. How many hours you got left if you oh, get... Oh, a thousand percent. That's what I, you mean. Know what I, I mean. I laugh when people say, I don't have time. I, and I, I say, work and I got let this. Me, and- let me draw you a map of my day and then tell me why you don't have time. Mm-hmm. When my day, like I wake up hours before I have to go to work. And that's the thing right there. Because it's quiet time. It's me time. I don't have to worry about anything but me. I'm married. When my wife gets up, it becomes partially about her. Like I want to pay attention to her because we're married and I love her. And I, that's what I do. Right. And if she got up the same time as you. <laughs> we would be divorced. Because <laughs> she doesn't like to wake up that early. <laughs> I just like it's but now like again I've said it a million times I, I don't even need an alarm clock I laugh that I set my alarm clock because it never goes off the only time it goes off is in the middle of my meditating sometimes when I forgot that I set my alarm yeah yeah but it's just the complications of life and the focus being in the wrong space when if you want to understand how simple your mind is a fun little exercise you can do if you want by yourself but if I tell you how this exercise works it'll be different so do it to someone else Tell them to look around the room and like find everything that's red, right? And give them a few minutes and then tell them to close their eyes and then say, now tell me everything you saw that was blue. <laughs> and they will go, hmm, because they're, they're brain jerks. Like, wait a minute, what? When literally you could be wearing a blue t-shirt and they wouldn't remember <laughs> it because you asked them to focus on all the red because where we place our focus is where we place our energy. And when you hyper-focus, that is all you see. So if you want to change your life, hyper-focus on who you want to be and don't let anything stop you no matter what. 
And anybody that tries to stop you is a hater. They're just getting in your way because they don't want to see you succeed. They're afraid you're going to pass them by. And that sounds like their problem. Yeah, and they'll get stuck on that either, right? Because uh, anytime you're doing anything good, well, or you're succeeding, or you're making some gains in your life, there are people come out of the woodwork to try to tell you how you're doing it wrong. I was actually I, just I listening that. to that. I know that all too well. All too well. I was listening to Jelly Roll, who we're going to find you, and you're going to come on the podcast. Jelly, Jelly Roll, Roll, come on. Um, he was doing an interview, and the the guy that was doing the interview said, how do you deal with the haters? And he was like, I got kind of excited. Because you know the haters only show up once you've actually started to succeed. Because <laughs> until then, they don't care you about have, you, you at all. You have arrived. So when, when I started getting that hate, I was like, yeah, I've arrived, right? Right. That's when you know. Mm-hmm. Because that's part of the journey. People are so afraid of that. Like, I had to talk with my wife. I said, you understand when this takes off, it, some negative attention is going to come with it. Yeah. That's just the nature of the beast. Are you okay with that? Because this is the journey that I want to take however we're in this together, and I want to make sure you understand. She was like, absolutely. Off we went. So, haters, come on down. Join it's, us. It's kind of like uh, Eminem and 8 Mile. You know what I mean? Yeah. When you put it all out there... Like I have, like you put it all out there. Like, what can they say? Like, you know, and, you, and when they do, you're just like, yeah. You just disarm the enemy. That's it. Right? It's like you can't say something about me that I've already said about myself because you're just trying to tear me down, but I've already accepted it. Apparently you have not. Because I had that talk with somebody. I, I did a lead over at one of the facilities here once. The guy came out afterwards and he was just like all angry about his fourth step and that his sponsor had like released all of his information. And I was like, so What? Like, who cares? Right. What is in there that you are so concerned with? Are you concerned with that? Or is it like this trust that was broken? Accept it, move on, get a new sponsor. Right. Don't let one thing predict the rest of your future. Well, that, and, and then there's the other side of that coin too, where we as addicts and alcoholics, we're looking for that one thing. Oh, absolutely. We need that one thing just to, just to blow it all off and say, see, I told you. So. We were like an excuse slot machine. Wait for that thing to hit the jackpot. I can get drunk now, you know, and I'm no different, man. I'm no different when it comes to that, man. So I have, I do have a firm belief that you don't see things how they are. You see things how you are. You know what I mean? You don't see the truth. Well, I've said this to you a thousand times. I remember you saying to me once this certain thing, and I said, you choose to be that way, Marty. No, 100%. Like, maybe I'm this, and I'm like, maybe you choose to be that. Yeah, and, and that's how it works. Like, I can see... I see the things like that that I want to see, right? Mm-hmm. It's those little things that, that creep up in your mind, the scenarios that creep in your mind yeah. about who you are yep. and who you are not right. that eat away at you subconsciously and don't even know it. Mm-hmm. And then it becomes a reality. Then it becomes your belief system. And then next thing you know, you're acting on that belief system, right? You're, yeah. you're, 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 you, you know, you're staying in tune with how you believe and it just takes. And that's why we, we talk about therapy so much. That's why we talk about you being a coach so much and, and doing these things. He, you know, iron sharpens iron. Like you, the, the horrible thing is if you're in any kind of affliction, you know, whether it be mental health or, or substance use, like you can't do this stuff alone. Right. You know, and the same thing and the same goes with life coaching. Like you, you, I, maybe you can do some stuff alone, 
But how much better is it if you've got somebody in your corner who isn't like co-signing all your bullshit, who's calling you out and who's, who's making you aware of certain things, who's making you aware of your, your belief systems or, or when it, cause it, it does, it varies. It goes offline. Sometimes I'll be, I got a mindset to go from A to B and I'll turn to C, D and F real mm-hmm. quick and not even know it. And it just takes somebody to slap me in the face and say, look, man, no, hold on. What was that? Well, what are you doing? What do you, what, what, what do you even care for? You're like, oh yeah. You know what I mean? Well, it's like so the reason why pilots you, have co-pilots. It's the reason why drivers have navigators in like serious races. People in recovery have sponsors, right? Like it's the whole point. It's accountability, right? Because you can say you're accountable to yourself, but let's be honest. Who is you? All say you are until you lock that door, and then it's a whole different world. Mm -hmm. The difference between a lot of this is I'm accountable to a lot of people. Nobody wants to be though. That's like it's such a big problem in the world today. It's, It's ego. So, like, I've had multiple coaches. That's that's what, and I still attend the coaching sessions that they have live on the right. classes that I went to. Right. And I watch, and I learn, and I grow, and I don't listen to the radio. Right now, I'm listening to another psych book in the car, on the way here, on the way to work. That's what I listen to. Mm-hmm. I don't need to memorize the next great song. Unless it's Jelly Rolls, dude, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't, you know, and then I take a break and I will listen to radio every now and then just to let my mind relax because the yeah. brain is lazy. Mm-hmm. It doesn't want to do all these things. So it's once what's easiest. And so what you do is you retrain your unconscious to be the new lazy version that you want it to be. Mm-hmm. You got to get rid of the past though. Therapy works on the past. Coaching works on the future. There it is. So I always tell people work on your past Figure things out when you feel like you're stuck and you don't know how to get unstuck. Come see me and let's get curious about what you want your future to look like. But you can't just want it. You have to become it. And that's the importance of a coach. And and, and, and any coach will tell you, it's just like with any, everybody wants wants to be something, wants to accomplish something, something but they don't want to reach their hand out. And see, I always say this, man, if you want, I said this the last time, if you want to become a mechanic, you better start hanging out with, with in a garage with mechanics. You better go to school for mechanics. You better read some books on mechanics. You don't watch some damn YouTube videos on how to we rebuild a carburetor. Limited information. You know what I mean? It's accessible. Like, it, to it's us just like with anything. Free. Iron sharpens iron. If there's, if, if there's something you want to accomplish, something you want to do, something you want to be, somebody has already did it. So go find them people, go find your peers and surround yourself with that. And I promise you, it's just like the old saying, you know, if you want to be a millionaire, hang out with millionaires. Yes. You know, if you, if you, if you want to be a drug addict, I I guarantee you, all you got to do is go hang out with drug addicts. It'll happen real quick. And, and, and the opposite side of that, even if you don't want to be a drug addict, this is a good point. If you don't want to be a drug addict and you're hanging out with drug addicts, you're most likely going to be one anyway. You know what I mean? It's, you are, it's, you are the sum total of your five closest friends, the five people that you hang out with, that you talk with the most. Yeah. You are going to be the sum total of that, mm-hmm. whatever that is. If you're around a bunch of negative, excuse given, 44 pop drink, 44 ounce pop drinking, McDonald's loving, you know, Netflix watching, you know, that's what yep. you're going to become. And if you want to be great, if you want to be somebody who's who's an entrepreneur, if you want to be, uh, you want to be in long term recovery, you go hang out with those types of people. Right. And I promise you. Just through physics alone, you will become that. Well, so know? many people are attached to being good at things. You can be good at a lot of things or you can be great at one. Yeah. Because greatness doesn't come in many forms, mm-hmm. right? Jack of all trades, master of none, mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. kind of scenario. So I decided I want to be great at life. So I started taking <laughs> that's, life that's such a by bull. the bull, though. You know what I mean? Like, and I'm being dead serious. Right, like, no, I get life it. Life had kicked me so hard so many times that I was tired of it. And that leads me to number two. 
and they they go together. If you want to be successful, become a good problem solver. So what I started with first was my problems. Okay. Once I got a, a handle on my problems, why my head was operating this way, why my negative thoughts were taking over, why I was having horrible relationship situations. Here I was blaming the woman. Oh, yeah, it was just a bunch of... Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, out there, you know <laughs> what I mean? Less than ideal women. And then I'm like, wait a minute. I'm literally attracting those things. Like so why am I blaming the women when that was what I asked for? Yeah. So once I started accepting that my responsibility lied with me and I started dealing with my problems, it just became my life. And yeah. now that's what I do in work. That's what I do with coaching. That's what I do. And people come to me and they talk to me just naturally. Hey man, can I just ask you, you know, I'm struggling with this. And it typically is just me asking back three or four questions. And I'm like, Hmm, never thought of it that way. Mm -hmm. That's the whole point. Never think about it that way until you do. Like attracts like, and I know that to be a fact, you know. If you're a negative, pessimistic person, that's the type of people you're going to attract. If you're a person who's always looking for, if you're a solution-based thinker, you're a go-getter, you're, you're, you know, you're, you come in early, you stay late, you, you always are, you know, just these types of positivity, that's the type of person you're going to attract. That's the type of people you're going to attract into your life. You know, and the more you can attract that, the more better you become. And then you attract those. And yeah. it's just this, it's just this, what do you call it? The psychosynetic, how do you say that? It's a psycho-cybernetic loop. Yeah, that's what I said. Which is just a circle of thoughts that start with what you believe. And everything. So your belief dictates your thoughts, your thoughts dictate your emotions, your emotions dictate your actions, your actions dictate your results. And everything. And they just reinstill your beliefs. And everything starts with your belief system. Plain and simple. So believe in yourself. Right. But you can't believe in yourself until you start dealing with your own problems. Right. Once you start dealing with your own problems, then you take that into the workforce. You are like a, a nugget of titanium and platinum and gold and you name it because platinum. you are the, the structure that holds it all together because everybody has problems. Mm -hmm. So then I, I, I shot a rate out to a customer the other day or a client that was reaching out to me and his knee jerk reaction was like, holy crap. And my knee-jerk reaction was, how much is your life worth? Mm -hmm. Can you put a value on that? Mm -hmm. Because to me, it's priceless. So why are you focusing on the dollar and not on the end result of what we're about to accomplish? Right. Stop focusing on the little things and keep it simple. I want my life to be better. This is what I need to do. These are the steps that I need to take. And I'm going to do them one by one. You can't run with both feet at the same time. Everybody wants that end result. You know, and everybody, you know... We as humans, and especially us as addicts and alcoholics, man, we want we want that end result. We want it yesterday, right? But you know, the majority of people aren't willing to put in the this step by step work that it takes. The daily, every minute, every day grind it takes in order to do that, and that's why most of us fail. That's why people. That's why you know I I don't know the percentage, but it that's why a huge percentage of us are not millionaires, and that's why a you know recovery. At a, as a whole uh, versus the people like there's 25 million people in recovery I, I think it's way more than that now probably yeah. 25 million people in recovery and the small percentage of those are the ones who actually make it you know because it requires discipline it requires work it requires getting out of your comfort zones you know I tell people all the time that's the one of the most important things is is that comfort zone that we love so mm -hmm. much. I love to be comfortable. It's the addict mentality, it's the human nature, it's comfortability. It's the brain, really. 
It's the path of least resistance. Yeah. It's survival mode. It's comfortability. I don't want to get out of my shell. I don't. I'm incredibly comfortable at the bar at 9 a.m. Well, the stress you know? hormones are powerful. I'm incredibly comfortable. Powerful. I'm incredibly comfortable shooting dope in my arm all day long in, in, a, in a room sweating my, you know, sweating bullets. Yeah. You know, I, I, thanks, I'm, a, I'm, a, <laughs> thanks, Chris. I'm incredibly comfortable. I, I, I was in, I was more than comfortable. I did very well in prison and jail. And that's crazy. Like I would go to prison all the time, all you know, and just be like, "This is home, mm-hmm. and I feel good here. I'm, I'm okay. I got structure. I got this." You want to know that's why? Crazy. Because you that's could predict crazy. the outcome. It's, it's, Once it's, you understood how it worked, and you can predict it every day, it becomes comfortable. Right. So the whole purpose, if anybody who wants to acquire anything in their life. I, and, and you can fill in the blank on that one too. Is getting outside your comfortable, your comfort zones. It's it's that's one of the most important things. You got to get comfortable being uncomfortable. That's the key, right? 100%. Once you have gotten comfortable with the feeling and you've attached it to the purpose, right? A purpose is something you that's, feel. It's not something important. you find. That's important. So once you can attach that discomfort to the purpose of why you're feeling it and the end result of what you're going for, like one of the magic life coaching questions that I like to always hit people with was if we're done here today and you go home and you do your normal thing and you go to sleep and when you wake up, everything that you wanted to change has been changed. How would that make you feel? And you let them sit with it for a minute. And then what would need to change in order for that to happen? So you start with the result and you work backwards. Mm -hmm. It's the same way that big millionaires make their money. They go, okay, I need to make a million dollars. How am I going to do this? Right? Well, I need to sell a thousand dollars or a thousand dollar product to a hundred people or whatever the math is. 10,000 like that. They just work backwards. And then they put the value on the things as they work backwards, but you have to get the goal in mind Mm -hmm. and then build your plan backwards. Re uh, reverse engineer forward thinking starts backwards because we're already thinking backwards. Anyways, if we're waiting for the outside world to make us feel better inside, we're already backwards. Anyways, I think that's the number one thing that we need to put across. And, and I know we've said it probably a thousand times. It's like quit looking for outside sources to make you happy or content. Content is a big word for me. You will be ultimately let down a hundred percent of the time. You may seek a you'll, little you'll bit of it. gratification you'll for a it. moment in time. You'll find it. And, but when it's taken away or when it goes away or when it walks away, you're going to be crushed, crushed. And I think that all boils down to, back down to purpose and, and, truly navigating your way to that purpose and what that looks like and what it is. Right. I think that's the most, that's what that, when I first started doing what I'm doing in early recovery and and, in the businesses and things that I'm, uh, it was because this purpose hit me in the face and it's not something I noticed at first. I look back, you know, a year or two later and and realize what it actually was. Like Mm -hmm. I had found that I had been good at so many different things in my life. And suddenly I'd found something that I'm great at. And see, I wasn't even there for that. And I could almost paint you a picture of what that looked like. I guarantee it. But I, I, I just know that there's just this feeling that you get inside when you serve someone and you are genuinely helping them help themselves, right? Like you can't fix them, but you're mapping out a plan for them. If they implement this plan and you follow this plan, I've done this. I've seen this. If you follow this in your own way, it'll work. And they do it. There is a high that if, if I could put that in a pill, I would be stupid rich <laughs> because that is a high. I would say two that of those pills. does not. Of course you would. 
it doesn't go away. Mm-mm. And I get the same feeling. Like I hate public speaking, but I hate it because it makes me so uncomfortable. There it is. But as soon as I'm done, I feel on top of the world. I am dripping sweat. Yeah, yeah. I don't even remember half the stuff Nothing. I said because Nothing. it just came out. And the only thing a- you remember <laughs> is that one spot in it where you're like, why did I say that? Right. <laughs> why right. did I say we that? We go to this negative thinking pattern because the negative is, is seven to ten times stronger yeah, than positive. So absolutely. we're wired against ourselves, mm-hmm. which is why the one percenters are the only ones that succeed because they got used to that discomfort of these negative thoughts and not letting it overpower them. When I sat down with this family over the weekend, the first thing I said was, are you all ready to get uncomfortable? Yeah. Because I'm uncomfortable because I don't really know many of you. <laughs> I knew one of the relatives, all right. but I'm going to tell you the truth and you're not going to like it, but it is the truth. And this is how it works. And this is what's going on. And this is what to look for. And this is what's going to happen if you go this way. And this is what's right. going to happen. So take if your you rose colored glasses off right. and get ready for the truth. Yeah. Because this is the world that this person lives in. Mm-hmm. I have done it. I've seen it. And I'm going to prepare you for every side of it. Take this information as you will. And when I left, I left. I didn't let it worry me, deal with it. I just, I left what I left on the table. That was my purpose. I felt good for doing it. And I moved on with my day because I can't change anything else. Nope. All you can do is plant seeds, right? Right. And hoping, hoping they sprout. I just stay focused on my purpose in life. And that's what you were talking about. So I guarantee that first person that you helped had this burning passion that you didn't even notice at first because you probably felt guilty for it. There was this, I feel like I have to do this because I got to pay back, right? Like I got my recovery and now this is my job to give back. It is your job, right? but it doesn't mean it's not your purpose. Nope. So you felt this, I don't know, this, this little bit of guilt of like, I had to do that anyway, so I don't deserve anything for it. Well, what if I remember any guilt at all, it was because I had to, had to, again get outside my comfort zone mm-hmm. i had to get outside what i was getting you know i had plans for that day i wanted to go do this this, right. and this and i had to detour off those plans i had to um sacrifice what i wanted to do mm-hmm. to go over and do this right. to help another person and i remember that going man i, I want to go <laughs> i think i wanted to go to the laundromat to that day at that time i right. had it i had it in my plans yep. it was you know in my mapped out plan for the right. day at five o'clock i'm going to the laundromat right. and then i get a call and then I had to go over here, and I felt like, oh man, I don't, I don't want to do this probably, until until it happened. You saw right. that spark in that person's eye when they're like, "I get what you're saying, man," and just that little bit of hope. And and the thing about that is, is like, I didn't do that. I don't, I don't think I did that because I thought I had to. I just did that because who I was. Okay. And I didn't know that at the time, right? And then I started. All these things started happening like that, like, and it really. I had, I spent two years in isolation Mm -hmm. and this is two years, right? Two full years in pretty much isolation with myself, by myself and some books. And in that time is what we talked about at the beginning of this show was I worked on me Mm -hmm. and I became who I was two years later. Didn't know, you know, when, when it finally hit me that somebody needed my help and I was able to do it, it came second nature. Because you're a because, byproduct. Because that's, that's, that's just who how I, it works. I didn't know this, but I was training myself. Mm-hmm. I was training for this one in particular situation, which I wish I was aware of it at the time, you know, because maybe I would have felt a little more different about it. It was just that I didn't seek out 
my goal wasn't so I'm going to go help people. I'm going to go become this and this and this. It's no, a natural it was, byproduct of helping yourself. That's what it was. And I, I just, I spent two years, man, two long, lonely years focused on me, my feelings, my thoughts, mainly by my behavior and how I reacted to people. Even in situations where I was confronted with a violent person, and I changed my behavior. Normally, I pop off. Oh, yeah. Instantly. Oh, yeah. I've always been that guy, especially yeah. in, in, in the jail. Right? Mm-hmm. I'm popping off before you even say the, the words out your mouth. Survival technique in jail. That's how I've always been. Yeah. I've trained myself on three different occasions in there where somebody came at me, and I, I de-escalated the situation, and I walked away. And that was the hardest thing I ever did. I did it purposely, and I did it in t- I, I could have I walked up and down. I could have dog-walked this dude up and down the block, all three of them, mm-hmm. and I didn't do it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I and I hated it at the time, but what it did is it, that was just part of training my behavior in reacting and not reacting to situations and outside in you know outside influences. Well, the best it way was, to win a true battle the, is to never have to fight. It was the opposite of what I who I became yeah. and who I wanted to be. And I knew, <clears throat> like, I want to stay sober is my main goal. I want to stay sober and have right. a good life, right? right? If I pop this dude in the mouth, I could still stay sober and, and have have a good life. Right. That's what I thought. Yeah. But truth be told, I also knew that I couldn't. Right. Because I have to change these little things about me in order to do the good things that I want to get accomplished. Right. You know, it's crazy. It's crazy when I look back on it. No, I, just, I love it. And that's, that's what I mean by this is the byproduct of when I focus on me and I really get to the core of me. The truth of me comes out. It's the strongest vibrational frequency that a human being can carry yeah. is the truth. Mm-hmm. The minute you get honest with yourself and you start spreading that to the world, it just becomes like a virus where it's just infecting everybody. And that was the tr- that, that, that just made me realize something too because that's what it was. I was getting honest with myself about why I needed to pop this is just a scenario, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was, you know, I was a, a, a very, you know, I was, I, I was, I've been in and out of prison, in and out of jails, in and out of the streets my whole life, and fighting was a huge part of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was about me being honest with myself. Why did I need to dog walk this dude? Mm-hmm. Why? Because my ego. Oh, of course. Because I, I, not because I would feel good about it. It's mm-hmm. because I need to show everybody else that, that I do that. You, you know felt I mean? in those moments that proving something meant had, showing everybody else. Mm-hmm. And every time you were done, you were left empty. I was left empty, but the the goal was accomplished. Everybody knew. Right. You know what I mean? But it did nothing for you. Nothing. Oh, it got me in trouble every damn time. That's what I'm saying. Now <laughs> you've been, almost become a matters, bigger target, right? right? Because they're like, oh, he thinks he's bad. Now I'm going to bring on this. You know, it mm-hmm. becomes this, this battle, this challenge versus as soon as that changed and shifted, People are always more afraid of the quiet person that doesn't want to fight. Guarantee it. Because they're Guarantee like, it. why? Like, why doesn't he have something to prove? He must know that he can do whatever he needs to do, <laughs> and I'm not going to win in this situation. That is always the person you worry about. Well, you know, it's just like in a block or in a jail or on the streets. I never worry about the dude who's loud, popping off loud. I'm worried about the guy standing beside him who's sitting there quiet. Just waiting. Just waiting. Just know, he you knows. Know I mean? The whole thing's playing 100%, 100%. out. 100%. He knows exactly what's going down. He already has, he's 10 <clears throat> moves ahead of me. You know what I mean? 
just don't overcomplicate life one step at a time. Stop making excuses. Stop it's, waiting for the things that you want outside of you to fill a void inside of you. That That's not how it works. So if you want to simplify it, stop with the wants. Become who you are and who you desire. Who you Somebody's looking for their purpose. Just, just start getting, you have to get attached to those feelings. Yeah. Feelings are not a bad thing. They're really not. And as soon as you can embrace them and enjoy them and understand them, you will all of a sudden see your whole life shift. And that's the secondary part of that's working on my problems because we've all got them. Mm-hmm. Every single one of us have problems. And if you want to focus on your problems, you will become the great problem solver. Amen. And you will become successful in every aspect of life. So get up off your ass and start doing Expect nothing, blame no one, and just do, guys. Just Guaranteed. Do. Every time. Just do. We Absolutely. Love you, guys. love you guys. Bye.